Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And boy, do I mean welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show because we have been gone a long time. Charlie's been up in Ohio visiting family. I've been racing. I've been out in Sturgis. So let's get right to it. Welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by Jags, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Remember to go to jags.com for everything and anything you need. Man, I'll tell you what, this road course race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was probably, in my opinion, filled with more storylines than I can remember. Uh, from the night before, Kyle Larson wins the Knoxville Nationals, $185,000 to win. Kyle Larson is on dirt the night before on Saturday up in Knoxville, Iowa. I always get that one confused. Not Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> Knoxville, Iowa. The World of Outlaws, the biggest race of the year. It's the Knoxville Nationals up in Knoxville, Iowa. Then second biggest is course, uh, the Kings Royal at Eldora. So Kyle Larson comes in to Indy. Just amazing. Of course, they announce uh, something big, and we'll get to that in a minute. But let's break this race down and let's break all the storylines down up there in Indy. Okay, first of all, we're, we're going to create controversy right away, but, but good controversy. And I need all of you to respond right here because I, I got a little question mark in my mind about it. All right. We're at the, we're at the, we're at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, you know, of course, the biggest race in the world, the Indy 500 for the Indy cars and then uh, the taxi cabs, which is what they call our cars. The Indy car guys go, them taxi cabs come up here and invade our racetrack. So, I mean, here's the moral of the story. We ran on a makeshift road course inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Is that really a kiss the bricks race? I mean, to me, Indy is the, the oval you know, shaped like a shoebox. So, so the real Indy is shaped like this, right? You know, you know, let me see, go down here. Turn one, you know, turn two, turn three, turn four. The real Indianapolis Motor Speedway is shaped just like this. Is this really a kiss to bricks? Here's the brick trophy. I mean, we're talking, you know, the real track. And then we run on a makeshift, you know, we, we pave it out. We, we make some and we, the brickyard, we won the brickyard. No, no, you, you didn't win the brickyard. You won on a makeshift road course inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. All right. I said it. It's controversial. Respond right here. Is it was that was that weekend? Was that weekend really a brickyard moment? Because I don't think it is. Go at it with me, argue all you want, because I want to read what you had to say. All right. Jamie McMurray, Hall of Famer, in my opinion, because he won NASCAR's biggest races. Now, of all people, who would have picked Michael McDowell? Did he really win the Brickyard? First of all, I think Michael McDowell is a wonderful family man. He's a true Christian. His kids are wonderful. Congratulations to Michael McDowell. You earned it. You were definitely the best, and we're going to get to that in a moment. His little fun uh, situation with Denny Hamlin. 
So, uh, you know, Michael McDowell just flat out kicks their ass and wins straight up. Did no pitch strategy, just drove away from him. And Chase Elliott, your man, Chase Elliott running second saying, come back here, you son of a booger. I need to win that race. Michael McDowell says, ah, I'm really good on super speedways and road courses. And listen, I'm not going to break my arm, but I'm going to bruise it up a little bit. I told you all for a year now, this new next-gen car, you know, Kenny Schrader said to me one time, all these drivers are pretty good in the NASCAR Cup Series. What really separates them is the car and the team. And it's 100% true. If you want to argue with me about that, go ahead and respond right here. But right now, it, it, you're losing. I'm winning. It's the car and the team that is showing up. When you get to the Cup Series and you got these great of drivers, it comes down to pit stops. Look at, look at Daniel Suarez. He feels like, Daniel Suarez feels like, you know, I set quick time. I'm going to win it all. Bad pit stop. The team. Now, listen, I'm not being a prick. I'm, I'm just saying, for all the years that I've raced, you know, whenever I got in that pen, whenever I got in that Pennzoil car, I guess I took it down. Whenever I got in that Pennzoil car, I set quick time, run second, run top five everywhere. That's when my eyeballs open up and went, oh, boy. It really is the car. So I'm going to put a percentage on it. Nowadays, in this era, it's 90% car. It is. because I mean, I know Kyle Larson is a gift from God, but he ain't winning every weekend. All right? So Michael McDowell reminds everybody that he's a great race car driver, especially on the super speedways, especially on road courses. And this is where it all gets dicey. All right, let, let's go to the next story. Chase Elliott only has two more races. We go into the playoffs. Now, remember, Chase Elliott missed seven races because of a skiing accident. Remember, broke that leg, broke a bone in the leg. So, uh, Chase Elliott, here, let, let's, let's get on the phone right now. We got all the pictures, all the stats. Let me put my glasses on here. All right. So, we got, here's the unofficial bubble. We got two races to go, all right? Uh, Harvick's plus 145. He's looking good. Keselowski, 143. But here's where it gets dicey. Bubba Wallace, he's not my brother. <laughs> but he, he is a good Wallace. He's plus 28. So he's borderline, but still that's pretty good. Daniel Suarez, uh, he's on the outside looking in. He's minus 28. That's why Daniel was so upset about that pit stop. Uh, Gibbs, Ty Gibbs, that kid's minus 49. Here's where it, it, it's getting bad. Chase Elliott, minus 80. The last one, Alex Bowman, minus 80. So this is the storyline. When McDowell wins the race, all of you are like, hey, come back here. My man, Chase Elliott, needs to win this race because he's my Chase Elliott, minus 80 with two races to go. So he's got to win. And we all know that it's possible. He's in one of the best cars. Uh, he's a great driver. But, boy, breaking that leg really kind of messes your rhythm up. So uh, that's the big story right there. Daniel Suarez said, I got a win, bad pit stop. 
blame it on the team. But he said, we win as a team or lose as a team. Chase Elliott just gets beat. Now, I love Chase. I love everybody. Herminator's a lover. But the bottom line is, is uh, boy, Mike McDowell sure did screw up everybody's situation. <laughs> and once again, a big reminder that this, that this car is pretty damn equal. And it's going to come down to human beings with pit stops and things like that. All right. So I've kind of given you the picture who won, what an episode it was, NASCAR. Uh, they listen to my show. They respond to me about it. And, you know, uh, Ben Kennedy and everybody at NASCAR ha has not made a secret about it. It's real. They, they want to go international. NASCAR wants to go international. So that's why they made this unbelievable deal all week long. Now, listen, I love SVG. Shane Van Gisbergen, he won the Chicago race. Wonderful guy. Love him. But it was like, aren't you guys overdoing this a little bit? It's just like every minute on the minute. Shane Vass, SVG going to the bathroom. SVG walking out to his car. It's like our GVS. I'm sorry. No. Shane Van Gisbergen. SVG. I got to fix that. I had that all messed up on my notes. All right. SVG. See, look here. Look here. I had it all backwards down there. All right, then. So we have this international flavor. And, and, and Bob Pockrass and those guys, I love them to death, but they's kind of hyperventilating. It's like, okay, we get it. So here it is, okay? International drivers, November 33, Brody Kostecki. Uh, Chris Crazy Osborne, spotting, whatever that means. And from Japan, and they said driving for Toyota, the number 67, uh, please, I apologize. I'm a redneck. Uh, hopefully, I don't mess it up too bad. But the number 67 car of Kamui Kobayashi. Kamui Kobayashi. Right there. And then, of course, uh, SBG. So we had three international drivers. And the media was losing their damn mind. I guess they're looking for a free plane ticket for the next international race. Uh, I'm pretty sure that NASCAR, you've heard it here, pretty sure NASCAR next year is going to run circuit uh, Jacques Villeneuve up there in Canada. So is that international? I mean, I don't think it is. You just drive the car across the river there. You're, you're, in, you're in Montreal. I've raced up there a lot. Love it. Is that an international race? Okay, it's a different country, Canada. So, uh, but man, there was a lot of hyperventilating going on. So we covered that one. The international flair, respond right here. Um, just just a little bit over the top a little bit. It was, it, you know, I mean, it was cool. I liked it, but it was just like a timeline all day long, all into the next day and two days of uh you know, hyperventilating over international drivers. And, and you know, you just ranking them or whoever it was when they came to Charlotte, it was like it was a good deal. But I think with NASCAR changing its ways and saying, you know, listen, we're NASCAR. I just think they overdid it a little bit. But message was delivered. Okay. Um, the other big news in the garage area. 
Kyle Larson next year is going to do the double. He's going to run the Indianapolis 500 with McLaren, and their and their colors are orange. And Rick Hendrick, that that Hendrick, you know, a lot of people say Kyle Larson does not have a sponsor. He really does. That HendrickCars.com, even though that's his owner, it does count. Rick Hendrick is printing money. He's killing it with HendrickCars.com, and it's working. So what? Uh, Rick Hendrick is going to sponsor that IndyCar. It, you know, it looks good. It's kind of white, blue. Got a, they, Rick Hendrick said, I'll match you. I'll, I'll go with the color orange. And uh, so Rick, HendrickCars.com going to sponsor that IndyCar too. Now, I remember when Rick just owned City Chevrolet, just a big Chevrolet dealership out there on Independence in Charlotte. Rick Hendrick, man, he's he's getting it done right now. So uh, Kyle Larson going to do the double next year. That's a big deal. You know, going to have to do the nutrition thing, going to have to have the helicopter. The helicopter leaves Indianapolis 500. It gets to Rick's jet. You know, they, they filling them up with, with saline, they re-energize him, and then and then listen, uh, he, he's not listen. It's it is a big deal, but it's not, and here's why: because you look at Tony Stewart, he really did it. I think he ran in the top five in both races, uh, and then you looked at Kurt Busch run six in the Indianapolis 500. Kurt Busch, not Cal. Kurt Busch is a hell of a talent. Uh, not forget Kurt. I don't think he'll ever be forgotten. Uh, Monster Energy drink must be sliding a lot of money because he's wearing Monster Energy stuff all the time, and he's at every racetrack. So Kurt Busch did the double, but his his uh, Coke 600 didn't go that good. So exciting next year. I think that's going to help uh, NASCAR. They should play off Rick Hendrick. Roger Penske owns the Brickyard, so I think it would be. I think it would benefit all parties. If NASCAR does not ignore it and they do get behind it, celebrate the sport of racing. So I think we beat that. Boom, boom, Herman, stop. You're talking about it too much. All right, let's end it like this. Um, <laughs> listen, I just like Denny Hamlin because he's a lot like me. And, and, and respond right here. Kenny Walsh, you're kissing Denny Hamlin's ass too much. I'm not. But he wins again. Because he's like me. Denny loves to spar. You know, like the bar stool guy, right? You want to spar, let's spar. So a while back, Denny Hamlin says there ain't no way Michael McDowell is going to outrun Chase Elliott. It's a fair statement because don't lie. Because you and I love Chase Elliott. He's our man. All right. Would you have said... After hey, listen, Chase Elliott is our best road course driver in the last seven years. He's won everything. Nobody thought Michael McDowell with such a lesser team, but here comes the next gen car, was going to flat outrun Chase Elliott. So Denny Hamlin says to his his partner there on action, actions detrimental. He goes. Ain't no way Michael McDowell is going to outrun Chase Elliott and pass him in the points. Well, Michael McDowell saw it on Twitter and said, I can do it. And then, of course, Denny Hamlin responds on Twitter. Maybe Charlie will drop the timeline here. 
It's a picture. Everybody's using it. It's all over social media. And uh, and Denny has fun with it. He goes, LFG, let's. In other words, come on, Michael, do it. So Michael does it. And um, it's kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek deal where you want to go, ha-ha, Denny Hamlin, you were wrong. But Denny, Denny called it. In other words, Denny wanted it, right? So Denny says, hey, two L's today. I lost the race. And I lost this bet. So they had Michael McDowell. They have him on Denny's show. And so I like the way that Denny operates because he calls himself out and it makes it to where everybody else has to sit down. Hey, I was wrong. LFG, let come on, Michael, prove me wrong. And he did. So, man, I'm out of breath. I mean, uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway had it all, so many storylines. The Herminator is trying to do a better job of not repeating myself. Um, so I think that's it. All right. Hey, as they say in show business, it's showtime. Only two races to go until the playoffs start. It's the middle of August. Kids are headed back to school. Uh, my God, the humidity here in St. Louis has been thicker than ever for a longer period of time. So the Herminator loves summer. Winter sucks. Winter sucks. Winter sucks. I like summer way better. But, dear Lord, you can turn the humidity down a notch. <laughs> and they say that's what's going to happen. So you can definitely feel the end of the year, the end of race season's coming in. And uh, two more races to go, and the uh, it will all be set who will be in the playoffs. And uh, we got, hey, it's a really good show. I, I'm going to leave you with this. If you go back to Kenny Conversation, it's a hell of a soundbite. Mark Martin says, NASCAR racing is the best it's ever been. The best in history. And Mark Martin's right. What a show it's been. All right, everybody, that's it for the Kenny Wallace Show. I'm going to tell you what. Pay attention, because Kenny Conversation is going to be big. The ladies are up next. We got the show going. So Kenny Conversation over there where Kenny's serious. All right. Remember, like and respond. We want that trophy. We're getting close. Remember, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, we're on podcast. People mess up. Hey, you got that podcast show? Well, we're in podcast form. But this is the Kenny Wall Show, and you can, you can see it. All right, everybody, until next time.